Avi on Money, 12 to 1 p.m., only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM. It is five minutes past 12. In fact, it's just six minutes past 12. And we need to start off by saying a big mazal tov, a congratulations to High FM on the new studios. I'm sitting here, very different place, a very different environment, but the same familiar faces. Um, things sound a little bit echoey. I think it's going to take us a few weeks to, to get things sorted out. But uh, really, it's a, great, uh, it's a great milestone that we've moved into new studios. And uh, congratulations to everybody involved for making it happen. But let's get straight into the meat of it. We all know what the 1st of July is. 1st of July is tax season. And it's here. And not only is it here, but it's here in a shorter version than it's ever been before. We usually had about six months to submit. That's come down quite a bit. But something is for certain. You need to do your taxes. But there's a way to do it in which it can be um, almost a guide. It can be a lot easier. It can be almost a little bit interactive. And uh, I'm quite excited to speak to Mark Savage, who is the CFO of Tax Tim. Welcome to Hi, Family. How are you? All right, and you? Good, thank you. Sorry about it. We've uh, got uh, technical issues here on our new studio, but uh, welcome. You're the first guest I've got on my show in the new studio, so uh, welcome to Chai FM. Thanks, and thanks. Uh, good, good morning or afternoon to your listeners as well. Great, thank you. Mark, I gave a bit of introduction on uh, while you were in cyberspace somewhere trying to reconnect, but um, let's dive straight into it. Before we get into what tax Tim is, can you maybe just give us a bit of a background? When does the tax season open? When does it close? Who has to file in that period of time? So the, the tax season opened um, on Monday, uh, Sunday, should I say, the, the 1st of July for right. taxpayers that aren't provisional taxpayers. So those that basically earn a salary, have a few medical retirement deductions and don't earn any, any other income. Right. And they've got to submit those tax returns by the 31st of October. So that's three weeks earlier than normal. Usually it's at the end of November, but uh, SARSBook gives everyone four months to submit a tax return, which is uh, should be plenty of time um, if you if you do a refund or if you just have to submit to be to be fully compliant. Um, but uh, those taxpayers that do earn a salary that that have a medical maybe uh, contribute to retirement annuity outside of their employment or, or keep a logbook because they've traveled and they 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 realize that they that they do a refund. They, they should go ahead and submit their return as quickly as possible, and then hopefully they can get their refund paid to them in, in, in the seven days that SARS was promised. Um, yes, that's seven days from when they do their final assessment, though. Excuse me? That's seven days from when they do their final assessment. Now, if you've got a so, logbook so, and you've got expenses, you have to obviously, often one has to verify those. So, so that if, I, if I heard the question correctly, those seven days are what SARS has promised to... to, to um, pay a refund out if, if everything has been submitted correctly. So there's no outstanding returns in the past. Um, everything has been submitted and size of audited the documents. If you are selected for audit or if you're not selected, then there's no outstanding details. All the bank details are up to date with SARS and all the personal information. And then SARS has up to seven days. In the past, of course, that they've paid out within a day or two. So hopefully that happens for most taxpayers. Fantastic. Mark, if you wouldn't mind bearing with us, we just quickly need to run to an ad break. We'll be back with you in a couple of seconds. Avi on Money, 12 to 1 p.m., only on 101.9 Chai FM. Welcome back to 101.9 Chai FM. It's 12 minutes past 12. Thanks so much for joining us. If you've just turned tuned in and if you are listening, thanks for staying with us. We are talking tax, and on the line I have Mark Sevens, who's the CFO of a company called Taxtim. Mark, before we went to the break, we spoke tax in general, when stuff has to be in. But 
Who's Tim? Where did you find this guy? So um, Tim was a three-letter name that we that we actually Googled when we started Tax Tim. Uh, tax with three letters. Tim's got three letters, and it rolls off the tongue quite nicely. Okay. Um, at the time, we thought it was a clever-sounding name, and, and, and it stuck. So, so Tax Tim was born um, with, with, yeah, just, just, just a three-short-letter name, Tim. Okay. So now we know how, how Tim was born, where he was conceived, and where he is. But what does he do for us? Excuse me? Sorry, would you repeat the question? What does Tim actually do for us? At the end of the day, we so, can all so, go on e-filing. So, we can file our tax. Why use Tim? So, so tax Tim is a combination of, of a digital tax practitioner and e-filing all in one, a sort of supercharged tax uh, tax assistant. So we'll ask you a few simple questions. So you just have a, have a chat with Tim like you would do with any normal practitioner. And we take all that information as well as import all the documents from e-filing and we submit that to, to SARS on your behalf. But we take care of all the retrieval of SARS documents. We also issue what's called a tax health score. So we analyze the tax return of what you submitted. And we say to you where you can make some savings for next year, um, what you could possibly, if you've missed something out in this year's tax return, we'll advise you on that. So that by the time that you've submitted the return, um, our service has taken over everything and actually given you the best opportunity for a possible refund. Or if you are owing money to SARS, we've made sure to make that, 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 the, that the correct deductions are claimed so that any amount owing to size is as minimal as possible. So in a nutshell, I mean, just to go back a little bit, something that I recommend strongly on the show all the time is to use, for example, a qualified financial planner, to use a qualified tax practitioner who specializes in that area and who's come recommended by people that are using that practitioner and are happy with that individual because there's nothing worse than having a tax practitioner who keeps saying to you, I'm busy with it, I'm waiting, and all you know, you really know what they're doing is they're just pushing paper around. And you get someone who's on top of the game, they get things done, they get filed, they, they firm on you to give them the information they need. Um, if Tim really is living in the cloud, how does he sort of give you the service that a, a chap sitting behind a desk would? So I, I'm, I'm really struggling to hear the question. I apologize to you and your listeners. Uh, okay, sorry. Let's, let, let me be the, um, a small, slow, more careful. I know we're on a, on a cell phone. The bottom line is that um, text, uh, Tim is a, a figment of everybody's imagination. He doesn't really exist. It's an interaction. It, it's a platform that one interacts with. How does that provide the same service as sitting across the desk from a tax practitioner would? This is a really bad line. I, I, I'm sorry. I... Okay, Mark, I'll tell you what. It's, it's actually not fair on you, and it's not fair on the listeners to, to continue. Like this. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to break now. I'll continue, and we'll try to get you on a landline. Um, so that was Mark Sevitz of the CFO of Taxtim. Um, we will try to get hold of him on a landline so that we have a far better connection. But very simply, if I can just uh, give you the information that I've got in front of you, or front of me, really what Taxtim is, is an interactive platform where one goes on, one submits the, your, your tax return via them, and it's just a interface between yourselves and SARS. Because what SARS will do is SARS will give you the um, information um, on, on a system, and you will just populate it. They will prompt you as to what you need to put in. But what Taxtim will do is they'll go one step further, and they'll say to you that you're missing a advantage in this particular area. So, for example, if you've only contributed 16,000 rand a year 
to your retirement annuity and one could contribute double to that, but you were just unaware of it because you didn't have a pension fund or a provident fund and you were only contributing via that channel, text him will come back to you and say, hold on, there's a gap over here that you can fill. If you contribute a little bit more, this is the result it will have on your tax. Um, when you go on, on, on SARS e-filing, you can't use it as a calculator. You can't say, well, if I do this, what will happen? You simply put the information in, it will spew out a number at the bottom as to whether you're going to be paying in or you're going to be getting a refund. Whereas text and what it will do is it will allow you to be more interactive and say, well, hold on, if I increase this, then I can reduce my tax liability. Or if I'm going to be paying tax, but I haven't claimed for this, this, and this, am I eligible to claim for it? And if one is, then one can go ahead and claim for it and get it as a tax deduction. So that's really where, where Tax Cloud Tim comes in. Um, I was really looking forward to speaking to Mark a little bit more in detail about it, but uh, we, we're battling there with the line. So let's take a quick break. Let's run to the shops, and hopefully when we come back, we'll get Mark on the landline. Avi on money, 12 to 1 p.m., only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. It's nearly 20 minutes past 12, and like with everything new, we're having a few teething problems. It's the new studio, and we're just finding our way. But uh, hopefully we have Mark Savitz back on the line. Mark, are you with us? I am. Um, I, I can hear you a lot better now. Oh, <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay, I've got a bit of an echo on my side, but I can live with that. Mark, let's let's get back to um, let's start from the beginning because it was not a clear line. The bottom line is that tax Tim was tax was three words and Tim was three words, and that's how you came up with the word the name. But if if someone is listening out there and they're saying, okay, I, I want to be accurate this year, I want to do my tax on time, talk us through the process of using tax Tim as opposed to just registering on e-filing and going that way. Okay, this is really jinxed, unfortunately. Um, Mark, are you still with us? Okay, so I'm hearing nothing through my headphones. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to leave it for today because uh, there's only so much one can do. And uh, once an interview has been cut twice, it really loses a bit of its impotence. So let's leave it for now. And uh, we'll pick up with, with Mark hopefully next week because I think it is quite important. Next week we do have... Um, Nola Ray coming back into studio. She was on the show two weeks ago, and we only got halfway through her book on basically the ABC of financial um, literacy and getting to be being a fay with what one needs to do. And the book is really applicable for someone just starting work, or maybe even somebody in matric who really wants to know what they're going into. Um, you know, in the future, or someone who's been working for many years and has never really been able to decipher how tax works, how your salary um, st- uh, slip is structured, your pay slip rather is structured. Um, and um, what I have been doing is having a, quite a, a few discussions with Nola behind the scenes, and I think we're going to be bringing out a few more chapters in the book. The one thing I really wanted to discuss in more depth was buying a vehicle. It seems very, very simple. But uh, there are a few pitfalls, and uh, I myself have uh, fallen into them. So I just want to make sure that no one else falls into them by just writing a a very concise um, chapter in a new book about um, buying a vehicle. And the other thing is to to flesh out the buying the property, your home, your first residential property section a little bit more, just to give a little bit of little more insight into it and uh, hopefully add a bit of value there. But all this talking has made me hungry, so just let me let you know that today's Tuesday. Craig, my apologies about things not working out today the way they should have. 
Thank you everybody for listening and we'll catch up with you next week.